Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than Stand Up. I'm Brent Lamott. Joining me today as part of our series of Your Journey, co-host Ronnie Chan out of the SAP uh, San Francisco office. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? Good morning. And also joining us, friend of the pod, you've heard her multiple times, Shell Kim Crotty out of the SAP Concur uh, Vienna, Virginia office. Shell Kim, hello. Good morning. How are all you all right. this morning? You know, living the dream, right? So we're continuing our series on your journey. Today, it's Ronnie and Shelkim's turn to talk about their journey into Agile. And as a reminder, uh, we go through a couple questions and it'll be probably two episodes. The first one, we're going to just tee it up right now. Ronnie, how'd you get started? Well, you know, I don't want to be long-winded about this, but in short... This is the one I've been waiting for. So I'm totally (laughs) set. Let's go. So the quick answer is out of desperation. (laughs) Out of necessity. Um, so my background, I started out as a um, individual contributor. So um, if I go back far enough, I actually worked on a mainframe. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway um, when I first started, there wasn't such a thing as a software development process. There wasn't anything, right? So basically they, were, they told us, okay, we need it to do this. And we need this to be changed. We need that to be improved. We wrote code. <laughs> That's what we did. Now, fast forward, um, we've gone through uh, software development processes, uh, SDLCs. The most of the majority of my early career, the uh, environment was such that we wrote documentation. We ex- uh, we gathered requirements. We wrote documentation. We wrote the design documentation. Then we did. Uh, implement the code, right? We wrote the code. Uh, Now, these are all in series, by the way. Back then, we didn't have a name for it. These days, we call it something like waterfall. But back then, there wasn't such a thing as a waterfall. We just said, okay, this is how we do it. Uh, And then we test, and then we release, right? We did that a few times. We never met our goal. (laughs) We never did. (laughs) And um, about 10 years ago, um, I started researching and found, hmm, there's this thing called Scrum. Ah, interesting. This is a little different. So I researched it and uh, learned about it on my own. And then I said, hey, you know, this other things we're doing, it's not working for us. Maybe we should try this. That's how I got started. So that's where the necessity came in. Absolutely. Because I was getting tired of failure. Um, so I went through the ranks of individual contributor, the lead, uh, then and the team manager. And I actually went even up to the program uh, level. Um, so at the time I was acting as a second level manager and also like a program manager, a project manager overlooking a bunch of teams. And um, I was seeing so much uh, inconsistencies, a uh, lot of um, delays, lot of back and forth going back. Uh, Basically, it was not working. It wasn't giving us the result that we needed, right? So it was um, time to find something different. So there you go. That's kind of long-winded, but that's that's how I got started, out of desperation. (laughs) Okay, Shell Kim, please tell me yours is not out of desperation. No, mine is a little different. We, 
we were the company I was with, we it was definitely waterfall shop. Definitely waterfall shop. And leaders insisted that this is the way you do it. You gather all your requirements, take however long, five, six months or whatever. Then the designer developers took another six months to do these designs and these low level design documents, these like 50 page documents, right? And then they started building, uh, at the time I was in QA, so we would take this 50 page document and begin writing test cases. By the end of like a year, year and a half, when they finally tossed it over to QA, it didn't look anything like the design documents. All of our test cases did not apply, but that was the way we did things. Then our company merged with another company and they were larger than we were. Thou shalt do agile. So we're like, what is agile? What do you mean by agile? So just for clarification, it was, they said agile to them meant scrum, right? Or was it where they said agile is scrum plus here's some TDD, here's some BDD, here's some XP. Some Kanban, here's some some Kanban. Okay. So it was a mix. It wasn't just. It was a a mix. So so at the time when they said agile, their their teams were doing a mix. Yeah. Got it. Right. So most of them were doing scrum, but, you know, there were some that were doing a mix. We're like, okay, uh, we just jumped to the conclusion that we would do Scrum. So they took the development managers, and at the time I was development managers, and said, you will be Scrum masters. So that, mm-hmm. that's not the good thing. I'm getting to this. So they said, you will be Scrum masters. Well, okay. Right. So they took 25, 30 of us, and they brought in Kenny Rubin. So that nice. was So I was trained by Kenny Rubin. Nice. Um, so that's really the good thing. That, that's why I was very fortunate to be trained by him. So then after that, we trained newly certification from, you know, Scrum Alliance. Go. The team that I had, so they decided to combine. So a team that I was managing had some from the other company and, and some from like my company. So those of us were completely new to Agile. Right. The other few... We're doing Kanban. My director and I sat down with the group <clears throat> and we're like, well, here's Scrum. Here's why we think you should do Scrum. Half of you are new. Let's try Scrum. Well, the other half that knew Kanban said, oh, no, 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 no. Kanban is great. We've built our own <laughs> Kanban board. We, now, at, at the time, well, they didn't, yeah. we didn't have a common application like Jira. Sure. Look at this board we've built. This is Kanban. So they convinced us. Everybody to go to Kanban. To go to Kanban. That's awesome. And so I'll leave it at that because we'll get more <laughs> into the, the story will continue. <laughs> I love how you're teeing up like the third question that we're going to get to, but it's cool. We'll, we'll go, we'll go to the next one. So it's Shelkim. I'll, I'll go with the, so what or who was helpful for you when you got started? Obviously having Kenny Rubin teach, you know, scrum for you, for those of you who don't know, look up Ken Rubin. Uh, he's just got some great stuff and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So he definitely was, was one who helped get, jumpstart my, um, my, my scrum master journey. Um, we were also given his book, which I consider it sort of like my Bible of scrum because okay. I referred to it. But um, you don't stand on it, right? I don't stand on it. Okay, good. Um, in fact, I've kind of moved a, a little bit away from it. 
where I just kind of like, yes, I remember what he said, but I've put my own spin on it depending on the team, right? Go. So in the beginning, it was just because I needed to get started. But now that I've done it for as long as I have, it's just a, oh yeah, he says this, but let's try it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that my director at the time also um, have been practicing agile for a while. Um, and I've learned, I learned a lot from him. He was the one that was sort of like, yeah, I don't really agree with the team. I'm starting with Tanban, but you know what? Let's let them try. So that was the start of, okay, Kenny Rubin's book is Bible, but, but it doesn't necessarily mean you need to stick, you know, stand the Bible. It, yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. It's the Bible. Um, so he, he was really the one that helped kind of say yes, but, um, and also the whole conflict of being a dev manager and scrum master. Sure. So he helped, sure. helped me kind of navigate that as well. All right. Ronnie, what was helpful or who was helpful for you when you got started? Well, for me, um, <laughs> It was a very new uh, for, for us in the organization and the company that I was with. Um, Scrum Agile was around for a while, but in the industry that I'm in, which is basically equipment industry where software is a uh, big part of it, mm-hmm. uh, we did software, but um, so nobody really knew anything about this when, when I first started looking at this. The good thing was that my BP actually heard about it. <laughs> he knew about it. So when I brought it up to the guy, he said, Look, I think uh, we need to try something different. And I, I'm l- looking at this uh, Agile Scrum thing um, and I want to try it. I want to pick a team um, and then uh, experiment, uh, try to learn this, right? So that's how I got started with this, right? And yeah. what really helped me, really, to be honest with you, is internet, internet and YouTube. Uh, <laughs> and, and books. Sure. That's how I learned it. I didn't know where to go. Uh, yeah. So I Googled a ton. Actually, there's a ton of resources out there uh, that's free for all. Um, A lot of uh, YouTube classes that's available. Um, So there's a lot of there's some garbage out there. There's some good stuff. Oh, absolutely. So you have to you have to watch, listen, and read uh, a lot, and you have to pick right. Um, There are some that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, (laughs) so you have to be kind of picky. but as you um, look through enough, you will find ones, some, um, you know, general idea. You get the idea that um, how, how this should work, right? Um, right. So, um, so basically well, how I got started is such that that would because I said to the, the VP, hey, look, I want to try this and I should be the scrum master because I'm going to experiment on this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do this while I learn. Um, right. And, um, and then it's all through books and internet. <laughs> See, it's so funny because, you know, Scrum Alliance has a good resource section as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do that, and by the way, this podcast is listed as a resource on the Scrum Alliance site. So there's yeah. a shout out back to them. Uh, yeah. So, all right, let's go back to, uh, I'm going to, Shelton, I'm going to say this one for last for you is, what would now you tell then you what you might do differently when you got started? I'm going to start with Ronnie on this one. Um, so Scrum, uh, if you just take Scrum, for example, it's pretty yep. simple. Uh, when I first learned about this, uh, it, was, it was a lot more prescriptive. 
Um, thou shalt do this this way. Thou shalt do that that way. Now, even though there weren't that many, um, yeah. like, you know, you got to burn down everything by the end of the sprint. Um, right. Things like that. So if you're going by the book and if you don't know anything better, you go the, by the book, right? Yeah. Um, you got to do these events and, um, you know, so I think you have to be really adaptive. Yes. Now I feel that um, every organization is different. Every team is different. Um, people are people. People are different <laughs> and how right. they interact. So you really have to be adaptive. Um, and prescriptiveness of Scrum is basically a guideline. We need to keep that in mind that, okay, this is one way to do it. Um, yep. And this is the spirit of the these um, these guidelines that we have, right? So, I what I would do now differently is that okay, let's let's take uh, a good um, pulse of the team of the organization what we're trying to achieve, uh, and then adjust right uh, the best fit, um, right? So that's that's kind of the difference I would make back then when I was just learning. I wouldn't buy the book. I said, okay, well, Scrum says do this. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Shelkim, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold and we're going to find out what now you would tell then you mm. in the next iteration. So this is a perfect place for us to pause. Until the next iteration, I'm Brent. Ronnie. Until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating at your favorite podcast provider. You can reach out to us on mail at info at faster than or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Stand Up. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Stand Up. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.